Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. So, this oh, is another episode of Ronin Geek Official Podcast. So, this could be episode 116 or 117. Haven't quite decided at the time of this recording, but in our new format we're doing, which we'll, we'll catch you up on again real quick in case this becomes the first one, the new format is going to be one portion news and then one portion playing and watching or a larger uh, sort of uh, sort topic. of topic item, topical we item. We want to get more time for each topic. That's right. And, and we want to shorten the episodes a bit as well. Uh, I think if we could clock, clock in around an hour each week, that would probably be ideal. So, that's kind of how we're going to handle it from here. So, if this is the second of the two episodes, 116, 117, you've already heard the news items from the prior week. And uh, and then this is going to be uh, fresh content for you as well. Or this is the first one. And then you're going to hear a similar conversation at the start of the next episode. So enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we will We're going to keep saying it for a while here until people get used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just really just abuse you with this. Just abuse you over and over with this really We're boring message. We're hoping that eventually it just Stockholm Syndrome kicks in. <laughs> You just really like it. If we have anybody listening for more than one episode, that's exactly why. So they start <laughs> identifying with their captors. Uh, so this is Alex Austin with Rona Geek Official Podcast. On the pod with me today, we have uh, Karate Plubby and Adam. And really, you want that? Rob, <laughs> just Rob, and just Rob, and exactly two thirds of us have watched season three of Cobra Kai, and we we I have no we regrets. Have, yes, uh, I agree. Very <laughs> different opinions, and the third one of us has no regrets apparently. So that's <laughs> that's where we're at on. Honestly, this. out of the three of us, Rob, you won. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, so we'll talk Karate Kid. Oh my God, you can only win by not playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, movies have taught me the future. This, is, this just became existential. Wow, <laughs> I'm very impressed. Uh, let's see. So uh, I don't think it'll take us the whole time, no. So for this playing and watching episode, we will actually discuss our own playing and watching. Then, so Rob, you can talk about games you've been playing. Adam as well. We can maybe mm-hmm. catch up on cyberpunk shit and uh, and whatever else we've been playing. So oh, that'll yeah, be a I good time. More of that. That'll be a good time. So anyway, let, let me just bring up the. Uh, oh, did you already bring it up? I just brought up pictures. The wiki. Mm. Why? Why? Give me, give me a wiki. Give me oh, a wiki. wiki. I'll give you a wiki. Jesus, can we not do that ever? Again? We're just giving each other wikis in here, man. Good God, <laughs> that is. Well, yeah, my Adam just mouth. gave me a sweet, sweet wiki. All right, uh, so we got season three here. So these are ten episode seasons. Uh, season three dropped early. It dropped a week early, actually, on January first, which is pretty cool of Netflix to do that. Trying to give people a little bit of entertainment heading into New Year. Get the year started right with some fresh content. Or and, uh, trip yourself. Yep. Uh, you mean in Adam's case? Yeah. Sure, we can <laughs> we can go with that. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> I think these guys are going to come out very strongly against this. I'm, I'm just going to be shit disturbing the whole so, time. And, uh, but what I will start off with is uh, it's gotten rave reviews. So 93% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, 91%. Are you fucking serious? Fr- yeah, and 91% from uh, users. Search up season three. Remember season when three. you used to say things like, oh, they're professionals. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> no, I, even even users. Even users have, have given it 91%. Well, we already know users can be wrong. I mean, we're users and we're often wrong. <laughs> So, oh, there you go. oh, it's 91 and 91. Oh, that is so with fucking 765 gross. user ratings. So, and, 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 and so we're gonna get into why I think they're right and Adam's wrong. Oh, but. Well, I actually, <laughs> to, to be fair, I actually have to watch it and I haven't watched it. Oh, there we go. Look at that. The experience 100%. Yeah, I, I can, I can. Oh, interesting. For audience that. review? Yeah. Nice. Wow, I beat Bridgerton. I'm surprised. What's, what was Bridgerton about? Uh, it's a sex thing. Oh, okay. It's like old timey <laughs> sex thing. Old timey. <laughs> 
it's it it, it looks good. We're gonna fuck you, see? We're gonna well, fuck. No, no, no. no. Well, further, further than that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's further back than that. It's more like the um. Oh, what was the uh, Downton Abbey era? Oh, uh, like late 1800s, yeah, yeah. turn but of the century. I would like to perform coitus on your vaginal... <laughs> it, it actually looks pretty good, I'm not going to lie, but I haven't seen it yet. Would but you su- spread thy legs? <laughs> Supposedly, there's like, lady. A, there's like, I think, a three-minute long sex sequence I, in I dare, I dare every person who has a spouse to go home and approach their spouse with that line tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's amazing. <laughs> Doth the water in thy pants? Oh, oh, this is interesting. Actually, Big Mouth uh, got hundred percent as well. And I will uh. actually, I will say the new season's actually really good. Oh man, oh man, I even watched the Big the Mouth. The flight attendant also ninety eight percent. Very good show. So Very fucking, fucking good. Cobra Kai does not deserve this. No, well, actually, I mean, you know what? You should go watch the flight attendant. Actually, Adam, I think you'll like. So Cobra Kai season three is obviously well, not going to be as good as three, yeah. dude. It's got the chick from Big Bang Theory in it, and she's a drunk. You love it. I don't fucking like big anything about Big Bang Theory. Okay, well, you'll still like it then because she's a drunk in it. <laughs> so it's not going to be as good as Bridgerton, obviously, at least for the jokes. Uh, but uh, we're, we're going to have to watch Bridgerton now. <laughs> I don't think we have to watch fucking Bridgerton. No, no, for the jokes, but, we have to do it and okay. we have to talk about it. It's going to be a good time. You should watch The Expanse, though, because, you know. When Paul watches yeah, yeah, fuck off. Dragon Ball Z abridged, I will watch The Expanse. Okay, I'm going to make a little robot called Paul, and I'm going to make it watch the fucking abridged series. <laughs> nope, the only way I'm I don't, going to no, know is no, you did Paul not establish the jokes. You, that you, was the deal. You did not establish this in the prior sentence of the, the actual, what needs to be the done. The deal isn't with you, the deal is with Paul. I don't give a fuck. I will give Paul the robot, Paul. I don't give a shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Paul has to be able to get the jokes. Okay. <laughs> That's my proof that he uh, that he watched it. Okay. That he can tell me what happened because if you just tell me what happened, it's not enough. You have to get the jokes too. So you have to have experienced it in order to get the jokes. Hey, you guys! A very Brady podcast. Join host Tack Van Sickle and his guest each week as they hilariously dissect the iconic TV show The Brady Bunch, one episode at a time. He was so creepy, though. I think I was like, he's like, I guarantee you, if they could have really done the show the way they want to do it, like he was going to have a cup to the door listening in that night. (laughs) A look back at a simpler time where everything was groovy. So her kids almost wrecked their marriage. Her employee shames her and she like thanks both of them. It's awesome. So grab your potato sack and head out to the backyard for some fun. She's in her own room. Like they, what did we like, tell what? her about sleeping? <laughs> like they went and got the entire family for dad to pick her up and put her in her bed two feet away from the desk. And obviously before they did that, they also said, family, go get your bathrobes. Everyone needs to be in a bathroom. A Very Brady Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are available. They have some compromising pictures of Alice that they could have used uh, to blackmail her and keep her there. Um, I've seen those pictures, and Alice is hotter than you think. I'm going to just put that out there and say it. Uh, that blue dress doesn't do justice? Uh, no, it does. For, for me, that blue dress does everything. Far out. Poor You're man, a bad man, Tack. You're a bad human. There's a lot of weird in this show. 
Okay, so for season three, Cobra Kai kind of kicks off and, and picks up right where season two left off or thereabouts, right? So at the end of season two, that was the big, uh, and spoilers here for anybody who hasn't seen it, spoiler warning, wee, 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 wee. get off this episode, go listen to something else if you haven't seen it yet, because uh, we're going to spoil the shit out of it here. And uh, so it picks up basically right after the big fight in the school. So of course, the the the, the main kid is- The karate uh, fight. Yeah, the big karate fight. I, mean, oh I wish my there were God. fights like that in my school. Oh, it was so good. It there was were. So you good. were just in the hallway playing Yu-Gi-Oh! So you yeah, you're probably it. right. Yeah. <laughs> that was basically the same thing, but it was all Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> it's time to do, 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 do. Hi, hi. I don't want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Blue eyes, white dragon, bitch. So, and uh, that, that was one of the karate moves from Miguel. So, anyway, Miguel is in uh, coma at the beginning of this season. Trap on, a trap off. Yeah. <laughs> so, who's Miguel? So, Miguel's the main. He's like the main karate guy. The Hispanic guy who follows. Um, uh, the guy. Oh, okay. He's like yeah. The first student. He's, he's, the, first he's the first Padawan. He's the first Padawan. Yeah, yeah. William the... Zabka's main student. So, arguably in season one, kind of the main character of the show, right? It kind of followed his story and, yeah. until it branched out with all the other characters. Zabby, and zab, zab. Uh, so, it starts off with him trying to overcome like his his coma and then overcoming his his uh, his not being able to walk. So, which he does eventually. It's a very cool story that they kind of tackle in this and kind of a cool little character arc, a little bit different. For, I uh, think he was like absolute this. trash acting. That's too bad. Mm, okay. He yeah, had a lot of, to say. <laughs> he really, because he didn't, he didn't get a lot of attention in the first two seasons. Miguel? Yeah, he got a mo- most of it in, in the first season, but even then it was shared. In this one, he got a lot more attention and a lot more emotional attention. And I, he is trash at doing emotion. There was a time when he, in one of the earlier episodes, where he yelled at Zabka's character and he's just, yelling at him but terribly like you, you didn't buy it no nah, i didn't no. fucking buy it i didn't fucking buy it <laughs> you're like i'm not buying what you're selling kid get just, off the screen yeah no seriously it just sounded like he's like okay these are the lines i'm supposed to say and i'm supposed to say it with emotion and he just did it the way i would have done it which is oh nick not good it. he nick caged it i don't know no no he no, did not, not even no because nick, nick cage, cage actually has emotion yeah, oh yeah. so yeah. Um, nick cage goes like above counter reeves no, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe he's responding. You do not fucking tell me Keanu Reeves has emotion. I swear to God. No, he's a you. terrible actor. But he does it with no act. Great no person. Emotion. Great person. Terrible actor. Yeah, but he does it with no emotion. Fair enough. Imagine someone who, like me, who has not done any acting. Got it. And who has never gone to acting school. Got it. Trying to act. Got it. He's about as good as I am. Got it. He does all the standard stuff you're supposed to do. He doesn't know the little intricacies of right. going so, about. So, we, yeah, yeah. so, you're right. so you're really right. quick question. So he has about the acting skills of you. Yeah. It seems and, like. And makes a shit ton more than you. Yeah. So you lost. Yes. That's all I'm hearing right oh, now. Oh, well, for sure. <laughs> I, I don't argue. There so, are plenty of people so, who so that don't. You're so, the one who ar- so, ar- <laughs> so, so arguably, the argument could be made that he just beat everybody. Because not only can he not act, but he's getting paid to not act. I mean, there's a lot of actors like that. No, I know, but, you know. <laughs> the show kind of has a few of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and like I said, I haven't watched a lot of the show, so I actually have so no opinion. They also, it felt like all of the um, locations that they mm. had, they all felt like sets that were built at someone's house. Yep. Yep. I can see some of that. garbage fucking sets. I could see some of that. That's yeah, yeah. not good. No. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. Honestly, there's a prison set. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is definitely the office near where this takes place. <laughs> yes. It, honestly, it's supposed to be a cafeteria in a prison. So for whatever reason, everything that happens to this character happens in two places. 
One, oh like a poor people cafeteria type thing where he got it. does food for someone. Which yeah. might just be the other side of the same cafeteria from the prison. Probably. And the other <laughs> one is a regular prison cafeteria, which is like a small little office, slightly refitted with chairs that they just sort of threw in there. Like chain chairs that they just sort of threw in there. They're like, yep, this is a prison cafeteria now. And it looks like something I would have built. In high school, in one of the offices of my high school. So if you were doing film school and you had no budget to work with. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. That's sad. Yeah, That's yeah. really sad. So because because Netflix's whole thing is that they're trying to pick up new IPs and do great things with them. And if that is what we're going to expect from them, that is not Well, based, based on the audience score, they did Disagree. just fine. Yeah. No, I know. That's fine. <laughs> and I'm their just... hospital was one fucking scene, which is Miguel's room. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So they... They're like, oh, we have much more scenes in this one. They're mm. like, they're the uh, the fucking okay, the car dealership looks so much cheaper now. Before, if you look at the car it dealership, the same to me. No, if you looked at it before, they showed a lot of scenes where it was big glass bay windows showing yeah, off yeah, the that's cars. True. Do you remember that in this season? Well, I mean, like to be fair though, they did go to some bigger locations in the season. Like they didn't—I don't think they went to Japan, but they did end up building a huge set for the whole Japan. I swear sequence. to fucking god, if they wasted their money and actually went to Japan on that, fuck no, them. it was all done in Cali. But yeah, it's and 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 there were some cool sets for that though, like some cool outdoor sequences and things like that, uh, and the dojo, and that was really cool as well. They did some filler great bullshit. Sequences. So anyway, so Adam, Adam has a lot of beef with the show, but let's talk about the things that I thought were actually pretty fucking cool. So as a fan of the original uh, Karate Kid films, and uh, there was so many amazing throwbacks in this to the original Karate Kid, which I absolutely loved. So I was totally in love with the season. They wanted to bring back a lot of those old, like the actors from the original one, two, and three. Exactly. And and this was very, very heavy on two, right? Yes. Uh, so the second one, this is uh, obviously the original Karate Kid film came out in 1996, Karate Kid 2. Came out in 1986, rather. And uh, this is the one where they actually go to Okinawa, where Miyagi is from. So, Mr. Miyagi. I thought that was three. No, it was two. Three yeah. is the one where he kind of goes... Where he goes Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, so... And then and then uh, uh, Allie breaks up with him or whatever. Anyway, so th- there's there's uh, a lot going on in this one, just in regards to him going to Japan. Daniel uh, has to go... Daniel LaRusso has to go to Japan to try and get his auto shipping deal or whatever lined up again, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I'm like, all right, I'm along for the ride i don't know why you have to go to fucking japan well to try because and get them of to the cars. it made sense because i mean it's hilarious it made logical sense it made logical but i'm like sense. this isn't actually how business works no <laughs> so, so because of the school fight yeah um basically a whole lot of bad publicity got put on the larusso family because it was their trainee that mm. put the other kid in the hospital right oh. and a lot of larusso selling marketing is Punching out the competition. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Doing his karate bit. Right. So now that tied with that and everyone's like, should we be teaching karate? And now he's got a whole marketing scheme that's based on karate. And it's like, oh, you caused this. So it became a huge publicity problem for him. And mm. so a lot of his uh, dealership partners were pulling out on him. Yeah. In favor of other people. So he had to go and convince them. Um, okay. This is, I'm having either a, like a mental defunct moment. Or, or so he went to Japan. Yes, for he, karate. No, no, no. He went to Japan to try and get. No, these I know, but there's guys. karate. There, there's karate that happens there. I'll in, tell you in, why. Interesting. But first, he has to meet because with what's apparently Japanese. like a yakuza style panel of automakers. <laughs> I don't know. There's like one guy at the head of the table who's yeah. like. Sorry, guy, we're not going to do business with you. The decision's already been made, or whatever. We've already signed the contract. Yeah, no. So he does end up traveling. You know, he sees an ad, and he decides to go down to Okinawa. 
to yeah. visit, like uh, where he'd visited in in the second one. And uh, so he goes down to Okinawa. He first ends up finding uh, the sort of I can't remember what her name is offhand. I have to look up the character's His girlfriend name or semi girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. So her name was. Um, let's see. Sorry, it's Tomi Village where Miyagi comes from, and then Kumiko is uh, the love interest from Karate Kid 2 who he ends up she ends up finding first. So and uh, he and Kumiko uh, they start a conversation, a very positive, very cool conversation. I'm talking about what, you know what happened before, you know, recalling events from Karate Kid yeah, 2 and talking, talking about, about their younger days. Yeah, talking about their younger days and where they are now. So and this season does this repeatedly, right? Bringing in characters from before and kind of making them into something even bigger, and uh, which I thought was pretty brilliant. And by the next episode, when he's still in Okinawa, actually his main rival from Karate Kid 2 shows up, which I thought was one of the coolest character arcs in this whole season. I have to be clear. You just got to the point where I stopped watching. What? I could not finish. You didn't watch the part with Chosen? Could not fucking finish this season. You definitely missed out then because it got so fucking good. So I don't know. So wait, did you say that he went to Okinawa though? Yeah. Okay, so that's like the birthplace yeah. of karate. Okay, and uh, so he's he's there, and Chosen comes. And Chosen is actually Chosen, I guess you'd say in Japanese. But he's actually the guy who was the rival in Karate Kid 2. You know, the really buff guy yep. who absolutely could have kicked the shit out of Ralph Macchio. <laughs> please <laughs> please tell me he's out of shape for this. <laughs> so No, he's fully in shape. Damn. This guy's still pretty sweet. Been, so he, he so shows great. up. He's still like, a beefcake. Absolute beefcake. And, uh, and he shows up, and he's walking into the bar. Where where Kumiko and Daniel Daniel San are hanging out, and he looks pissed. You with my girl? Pissed. Yeah, yeah. Like he's talking to his girl, but then he does like he does like the very stiff like like forty five degree bow, where he looks him directly in the eye when he does it, like it was so badass. <laughs> and then uh, and then they end up hanging out together. So then there's a sequence where they're training together because they want to see the dojo. He wants to see the dojo where Miyagido was born. So Chosen takes him there, and Chosen's like running this dojo now. Turns out Chosen actually comes from a branch of Miyagi-Do, which is cool. So they reveal that about his character. They end up training together, and Chosen ends up kicking Daniel-san's ass in a fight. Of course he fucking does. And he teach, and because he uses a move that Daniel-san has never seen. So he learned that one side of Miyagi-Do karate actually is about offense. And it actually, he like... He shows him a move where he's able to numb out the limbs of his of his enemies, right? If he says, huh. he says like, oh, if your enemy chooses to wage war, you must take away their ability to wage it. And it was like this badass sequence. Anyway, so it's so cool, <laughs> okay. so nice. corny, so cool. I absolutely loved it. And then, uh, and obviously this becomes very useful later on. So if you stopped watching early, then you probably also missed out on the whole Vietnam arc for Kreese. Uh, I knew about that. So I watched the episode where he left for Vietnam. Oh, dude. It gets so they so show him in. It Vietnam, makes so you know? much sense about Crease and why he's Vietnam. such a fucking psychopath. Once you see his Vietnam sequences, because he he go, he goes absolutely apeshit. If by there the end of it. any, if they are done, is any way the same amount of acting level and writing as the first fiver episodes that I saw? Uh, then I mean, it's, no, it's still, I'm not going to be convinced. It's still okay. a balance of like sort of like corniness and Karate Kid and what. What, you're pointing at me. You're oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, there's one thing that you can use to sell Adam on this. Adam, you have the opportunity right now to watch a historic representation of Nam that's 100% inaccurate. You need to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so it is very inaccurate. Is so, it that is bad? Is it really? Oh, probably, yeah. 
<laughs> oh God. Well, it's there's there's not a whole lot to it because it's about of it's about not. how Kreese gets into martial arts. It's Fair about enough. how he gets into it. Yeah. And it's because his captain of his of his platoon or battalion or whatever uh knows this this uh what did he it was Kenpo or some sort of Korean karate that he's doing and a Korean martial arts. Anyway, they train, they end up on a mission, and this guy's preaching like no mercy, strike first, strike hard, all that shit, the Cobra Kai shit. And then Crease uh, 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 ends up fucking up a mission, gets them all caught. So then they're all fucking POWs. And this takes place over many episodes, but then they're all POWs. Him and, and Dick then, Cheney. And... and then, but, but, the, but the, <laughs> the, the guys who are holding them are like pulling two out at a time and making them fight Kumite style over like a pit of snakes. And then the guy who loses falls off into the pit of snakes. So they have these soldiers killing one another. So what's up? They can eat free snakes there, though. So Free snake all day long, baby. So yeah, as much wait, as you can of, eat. The thing is, is I, I can almost guarantee they got the cheapest snakes possible and tried to make them look bigger or more dangerous. <gasps> I almost guarantee, like, 90% of the time when I see those in movies, like, you're going to fall into the pit of snakes. I'm like... That's fine. The snakes don't. Well, they want showed the me. snake pit for all of like four seconds, so no, it looked like actual snakes. Is it yeah, like it's... like the remember those like jelly things you put them in the like microwave or whatever that you got? It was like the uh, goosebumps version of like <laughs> you're like you're like the easy bake oven snakes. Do you remember that like scorpions so, yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit? Yeah, like that. Is it like that? Yeah, but they had to get hundreds of them. Amazing. <laughs> so, no, anyways, That's a lot of easy bakes. They, they only showed it for like two seconds. Anyway, it was it was a cool story arc to help you understand like why he's such a fucking psycho. And then by the end of it. You saw Kreese, dude, throughout the back half of the season, he kept flexing on the protagonist of the show over and over and over to the point where, you know, by the, by the final episode and, and you've completed the final fight of the season, the big, well, one of the couple big fights actually takes place at the LaRusso residence. The Cobra Kai show up there and start fucking people up. Like, it gets crazy, man. Like, it was a really cool season. And, ah. and you also missed the big showdown at the end, too, between uh, uh, Kreese, uh, uh, Johnny and uh, and Danielson. So you you missed uh, a lot it of and, and you so missed you rough. missed Elizabeth Shue. Oh, you missed Allie. Oh no, no, God. I saw Allie. I saw Allie. Uh, yeah, that's Allie. You missed her. She's no, in- no. She they they saw her. They found her at like the uh, the alcoholism place when they went to go find um, Zabka's son. What are you talking about? Allie, the the ex girlfriend, the love interest, Elizabeth Shue. Isn't she, wasn't she in the alcohol place and she was Robbie's mother? Mm-hmm. No. She's oh, I got the Robbie's wrong mother. Oh, I, th- I, yeah, got, yeah. I got the mixed up. No, this is Elizabeth Shue. No, she's living in Colorado, dude. Come on, get with the program. She's living in Colorado and she's visiting for the holidays to her family in LA. And that's why they get together and hang out and talk about old times. And she becomes the conscience of both Billy and Daniel son. And it was a really cool couple episodes with her in it. And I'm uh, so fucking glad. She it, I still don't know if I'm going to be, I can so, be. Is it a throuple? It's a throuple, isn't it? No, it's not even a love triangle because Daniel San's already married. Yeah, oh, but... and 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 uh, uh, Billy Zab because uh, Johnny he already has a love interest at that point. Uh, Miguel's mom. He gets back with Miguel's Ooh. mom. Oh, buddy, they get it on. I see, see he, that... he gets it wet, buddy. <laughs> yeah, in the first episode, she's like, "I fucking hate that oh, guy. Thing... I finally, like, I'm gonna fucking kill him. He fucking ruined my child." What a fucking destroy this Actually, son of a fucking bitch. If there's one thing I didn't buy in the season, it's that she recanted on that and ended up so fucking this quickly. guy. Yeah, yeah. And then like an episode later, he <laughs> went to go see her in the hospital. She's like, you're not allowed at this hospital. And an episode later, they meet each other in a hospital and she's just like, hi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you like so anyway, my titties? So, and uh, I'm, wow. glad, I'm glad that they ended up getting together. It's good. And, it, and it, honestly, like, 
Elizabeth Shue just sort of being a cameo does make sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for a couple episodes, like it, it, was, on, it was really cool. I think there was a mention that like, oh, who else are you going to bring on? They're like fucking everyone. If they, yeah, we don't honestly, shit. honestly, free game. And Kreese has done so good to become positioned as like the main enemy in this. So, and then, um, but to your point about like some of the cheapness of it, uh, in the end, there is a fight scene between Kreese and then Daniel San and Johnny. Oh, their fighting is terrible. And you can, well, it, it's good enough. No, no, can, no, no, no. No, no, it's no. the Karate Kidiverse, dude. Come it's on. fucking trash. So whatever. You're right. Anyway. It's about as good as the old Karate fights, yeah. and they're adults, and that's fine. So and then uh, and then, but there's actually you could tell though that like it keeps showing Crease from behind, and you're like, that's not Crease because he can't do it. <laughs> I was like 75. But, uh, anyway, but I'm like, you know what? I'm having so much fun. But but I think the thing that people love about the show, and, and we're still looking at the Rotten Tomatoes score here. So this is just kind of you know. Uh, my my final word on it. Oh, and 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 before I get to the final word, I love that. Uh, so Johnny ends up creating his own new dojo with Miguel as kind of the prize. What does he student. call it? Uh, he ends up calling it Eagle Fang, <laughs> and he gets this this shirt with an eagle that has like fangs. That's so dang. That is so stupid. I went and found the shirt online. I'm like, I want to buy this so bad. <laughs> so, like, this is so dumb. But uh, anyway, it's uh, but but I think what people love about it, and kind of my final word, and why I think you should probably finish the season, is because it's. Quit trying to take it fucking serious. Just don't. Like it's it's a really beautiful. I can't even take it as a joke because they're trying to be serious, but they're failing. No, they're trying to make it like kitsch. Like it's intentionally kitschy. The entire show is. Oh. So that's the idea. Is it's supposed it's supposed to be like a throwback to the originals from the eighties, right? So there's a lot of you know adaptations of eighties music, and it's very sort of you know it's not extremely confrontational, and the confrontation that does happen is almost certainly going to end in karate. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just it, it's it's just a really it's it's a really good thing going. Also, and, Johnny's and, a fucking asshole douche nozzle prick oh totally and he's he's also like laughably behind the this, times yeah the scene the where he's in the fucking car with danny and danny's like hey listen man this is my car can you just like not eat in here or something or not yeah. like eat like a fucking animal oh, this is something yeah, that yeah. set adam off so and he's just like hoo, 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 fuck you because fuck you sake and i'm like who the fuck does that no one is that I want you to lose to Crease. At least fucking Crease is cool. You're just a prick. Well, then you should have watched the rest of the season because you just might have seen that. So, yeah, yeah, that's on you, buddy. It's just an on a. You're supposed. That's the worst part. Is you're supposed to like both of the characters, yeah. Daniel and John. I don't fucking like John in this no, I, one. I think they're supposed to be flawed characters, but certainly, I mean, you, you don't have to like him. They're still going to, you know, make the show. But you missed the end then. You would have loved the end of the, of the season. So too bad you, you didn't get to see that. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's it's but it's supposed to be that way, right? It's it's supposed to be this sort of balance of kitsch and drama and comedy and, and karate and all these things kind of in one. But it's definitely taking place in the Karate Kidiverse. From the 80s. It oh, is yeah. not the Karate Kidiverse of modern day. There's a few modern day elements to it, like cell phones and computers, you know, things like that, right? But it's it's supposed to feel that way, right? And I love that they're kind of trying to take this, the, they're trying to capture this old feeling that's in a bottle from the original Karate Kid series and then move it into this modern era. And, and I think they've been successful in actually marrying the two concepts of like this, this old thing that's a little bit dated and a little bit kitsch and kind of goofy and you can't really take it all seriously. And then, and then like a modern day, you know, multi-season drama, right? Which, which we've seen so much of. And I think they've just done such a good job of it. And, and, and you know what, Adam? Not every fucking show has to like challenge you. Okay, not every show has to be like the next big fucking thing. A show can just be a show and it could just be entertainment. If it's ninety-one percent, it better be fucking the next biggest thing. Well, it is not people sad that they don't know what else to do because they're in quarantine percentage. The fuck are you talking 
talking about? People roast shit all the time. It's the internet. <laughs> Turns yeah. out 765 Cle- of them went around tomatoes and called the season pretty damn good. Clearly they roast the wrong fucking things. So I, I just think maybe you are lacking in taste or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but... <laughs> So it's, uh, but no, I mean, obviously everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Uh, you don't have to like it. I would recommend finishing the season though, because uh, they did a good job of setting up for uh, next season, big tournament season. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Maybe I'll fucking watch it when I go to my sleep clinic this weekend. There you go. It'll oh, put me right It'll to put sleep. you right down. You to sleep clinic? Yeah. Have fun. It'll put you right down. So I'm excited for you. So that'll be good. That'll be good. Right, but we'll go ahead and leave it there because Adam hates it and Rob hasn't seen it, so yeah. <laughs> that's it. Out of curiosity, if, uh, so for your playing and watching, have you been watching anything good? Or uh, <laughs> 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 he's been waiting, waiting for fifteen minutes to say that. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm waiting to say something else completely different. That has nothing to do with this and everything to do with Star um, Wars, but whatever. Uh, Queen of the South, I've watched quite a bit of that. Uh, it's also on Netflix right now. I don't, I don't know if it comes from Netflix, but that's where it is, and it's pretty good. It's like a sort of a Mexican cartel crime. Cool drama so that's going okay. that's going good those, those uh, are usually fun. you guys might actually like that show queen of the south it's it's pretty good it's all right pretty i'll good. check it out it's i actually like, i watched the first episode of 30 coins actually. it's it's like um is it a musical it is <laughs> it's definitely because i could cartoon. imagine them having a good song from the south it's definitely a cartoon oh, music man. oh my god Saw that queen of the south queen oh. of the south anyway cool show if you haven't seen it um and i think that's huh. that's about it uh, for playing, just definitely a whole fuck ton more cyberpunk, which we can talk about whenever you guys want to. And then uh, yeah. I actually, I've been playing a lot of uh, Intelligent Cube on the PS1 Classic. I've been playing a lot of that. Fuck is that? So what's that? What the fuck is that? It's a classic PS1 game, and that it's a really good. That's not a lot of description. Yeah, it's, uh, what is well, it's it? a it's a puzzle game, and uh, there's cubes that are flipping toward <laughs> what's you. What's this thing called? Intelligent Cube. Go ahead and look it up. He couldn't even spell intelligent. Yeah, well, it's, it's Adam. <laughs> I just type it quickly. It's oh, it's one, oh, it's one of the folding games? Yeah, the, the bricks fold toward you, and you have to like activate different squares that do different things. Anyway, Got it's it. just a fun little puzzle game, So, and I love puzzle games, so I've been playing a lot of that. Um, so that, and then uh, I also got Chrono Trigger on the phone. I've been listening to the podcast. Oh, on. fucking A. <laughs> so, and I've been playing some Chrono Trigger again. Now so. you've been getting good shit. Yeah, so for like the dozenth time in my life. So you've played it that many times, dude. So many times, yeah. And I, I think I've probably owned it on. I couldn't even tell you how many platforms. Now. The only place I haven't owned it was SNES, and I've owned it on everything, everything since then. Yeah, because I just never got it when I was out for SNES. I didn't. But when oh, SNES nowadays would be super popular, expensive too. Oh yeah, when well, actually it's not that bad. No, I, I found it on eBay and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, like uh, Chrono Trigger SNES. I'm playing on Android and it's not it's not too bad. So uh, it was like six ninety nine on sale. So I'm like, shit, I'll buy it. Yeah, it's too. It's getting up there. Holy shit, two fifty US. Yeah, I mean, or zero if you get an emulator. Yeah, yeah, that was the first way I played it. Uh, that was the day. first way yeah, I played yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, actually, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because I played it after I played it after the fact in like ninety eight wow, or ninety nine. Yeah. I forgot that. And then I think you ended up getting it on um, a combo disc for PlayStation One for um, Final Fantasy Tactics and Chrono Trigger. I'm not sure if that was actually a combo disc or not. It or was. was. I it? remember because it was my favorite disc, and I borrowed it from you. And actually, I still have to give it back to you. Oh. I've had it basically since we were in college. Tactics. It's a combination of tactics and Chrono Trigger. Okay. I mean, you, you can just keep it at this point. 
I don't know if it runs the PlayStation 1. doesn't does. matter. I've got Chrono Trigger on literally everything. I know. And I've got tactics on everything. I've got, I've got yeah. And I mean, War of the Lions was actually a, an amazing reiteration of tactics. So it was just, yeah. why would I go back? Why would I ever change? Yeah. No, I completely agree. And then agree. the new drawn cinematics that tactics got. Amazing. Uh, really good. Yeah. Thank you for War of the Lions, by the way. That was really good, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Now you now we know how to make a remake or a remake. Yeah. Or, or just, call yeah, it. just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so for people people who may maybe don't know about people? Chrono Trigger, they're people, like, if, fe- if, fe- if people, if people, don't... people, they're failures of people. That's what they're. they're <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. I was gonna say people who really you know sexually aroused by feet. Yeah, absolutely, feet. That would be yeah. feet pull. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So. There's an accent, so <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the silent T. It's the French people. <laughs> But not after eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that in this episode that I did the the, the thing? No. Yeah. The impression that was the la- technically the last episode. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So uh, anyway, uh, if you haven't played Chrono Trigger ever, get it first off because it's an amazing game. Yeah. But this has like every single Godfather of RPGs that has like ever existed, all yeah. in one game. It's absurd how many great RPG makers you have. Akira Toriyama who does all the designs for Dragon Quest and Dragon Ball, right? So you have Nobu Uematsu, obviously the composer for Final Fantasy, Yuji Hori, who is the creator and director uh, of the Dragon Quest series. You have Hironobu Sakaguchi, same thing, but for Final Fantasy. You have Yoshinori Kitase, who went on to uh, produce, uh, rather direct and now producing, the Final Fantasy VII series. You have uh, Masato Kato. Uh, I believe he did the original Ninja Gaidens. You have uh, Yasunori Mitsuda, who he would have done like Inazuma 11 and a bunch of other like weird offshoot Japanese RPG stuff. It's just every single name this attached like to this Captain game. This is Captain RPG where there's like Earth, Fire, yeah. Awesomeness, <laughs> Badass, yeah. Go Chrono Trigger. It's honestly... With your powers combined, I am the best RPG of all time and will ever be. It's stupid fucking good, this game. And uh, if anybody hasn't played it and you want to play the greatest RPG ever made... Uh, Bar none. Like, it's definitely Chrono Trigger. There's, there isn't even a close uh, runner-up. No, Honestly. That's not, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, Legend of Dragoon was a very close runner-up. Nope. It's a very good game, not a close runner-up to Chrono Trigger. I disagree. So, actually, was it? I'm going to look it up now, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the director opinion. of that game worked on this, too. I'm pretty so, sure they yeah, did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their opinion, It's also a, a Squeenix game. Or so, was Squaresoft at the time. Well, I'm glad, we can, I'm glad we're on the same page about Chrono Trigger. Yeah. So, and soon we will be on yeah. the exact same page about Karate Kid Season 3 as well. <laughs> or uh, Cobra Kai Season 3 as well. So uh, anyway, so that's been my playing and watching. So, yeah. How far did you get in it? Uh, Chrono Trigger? Yeah. So I'm about time. to get back to 1080. Oh, nice. So, so okay. I went back, did the whole thing where you established that, oh, Mar- Marl's gone again, and then you're going to get kicked the fuck out, and then you're going to end up back in 1000 AD, and you're going to go on fucking trial, and you better believe that I'm going to be fully innocent on this playthrough of the trial. <laughs> you, know all the things. you better believe I'm going to be fully innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Even if you're fully innocent, though, you still get fucked, right? Yeah, yeah. you still yeah, go yeah, to jail. Sure. You always yeah. go to jail. Yeah. I remember going through all of the pains to fucking make that happen, and then I was like, oh, fucking goddammit. <laughs> yeah, I've done that That's <laughs> true, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yes, that's that's uh that's uh man, what a game, what a game, fantastic, yeah, love it, game. yeah, cool, that's, it's a fun one. So what have you? What have you oh, oh no, uh, all you. Oh, I'm going. Oh. Yeah, hey, you know, there's a process to this, and your your musical chairs will not fucking. I feel like ruin he's it. about to like mic drop us or something. Like, what's about to happen here? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can. <laughs> Do you want me to mic drop the tension you? Is... <laughs> I'll mic drop you right now. I don't want to be mic. Watch dropped. this. You ready for this? Yeah. Watch him sweat. Hey, really quick. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, what was fuck. the what was the Empire modeled after? Um you know what I'm going to answer. Oh, let's hear it. Well, you're gonna tell me I'm wrong. Oh, let's find out. I was gonna say fascist regimes from the World War II era. 
Oh, that's really funny you said that. Yeah? Is it really funny? I don't think it's that funny. What about you? I'm just, maybe I'm just trying to trip him up. <laughs> maybe I'm just trying to trip him up. Maybe I'm just fucking with Alex. George, <laughs> You're doing something. George Lucas loved to hate his Nazis, but that was just kind of the generation. But he also is kind of a anti-authority. I think he's kind of based on the U.S. Interesting. George yeah. Lucas yeah, Empire is based that. off the U.S. That's yeah. 100% correct. You know why? Vietnam War. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, zeitgeist-wise, yeah, yeah, that would have been right in there. Because remember, True. he was trying to do, um, uh, what's it, that war movie that came out after about Vietnam War. What was it called? The one starts with, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now, now. yeah. Greatest fucking scene in a movie of all time, by yeah. the way, Robert Duvall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, George Lucas, especially when he was younger, he had a strong anti like Oh, graffiti. still. No, he still does. Oh, he's still I, yeah, totally. I don't really think about him that much anymore. I don't well, I mean, now he's just making whatever the fuck he wants to. Now he, he is the authority, so it doesn't really... Uh... I think he, from what I understand now, he just pretty much stays at his studio, makes films with and for his friends, and that's it. That makes sense. That's yeah. what I would do if I had that much money. Yeah. yeah. He's, but, well, he, he doesn't like making regular films either, right? He likes doing technical warpings of films. Yes, yeah, he yeah. does, yeah. He likes and, the technical aspects. He's yeah. not a good writer. No, he's, he's, a, he's, yeah. a, he's a director. He, like he, uh, not Sorry, not a director. I apologize. No, director of photography. He's like a that's tinkerer. What he wants to do. A tinkerer. <laughs> a yeah. tinkerer of things. And he only writes because he thinks that nobody else could write no one's going to write better. what he wants them right. to write. But he still gets a lot of people to proof his shit because he knows he's a terrible writer. Yeah. And, and he said that. He's, said that he's openly said that yeah. multiple and times. He's, that's he's not, a that's classically not trained uh, writer, I think, and yeah. storyteller, I think, right? Because he, he's that James Campbell sort of yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. archetypal storytelling that he does. Well, he, he, uh, um, like Buster and um, like Buster Keaton stuff and like Flash Gordon and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he totally, loves that totally. shit. Totally. Um, but uh, the... I always love asking that question to people because everyone's like, Nazis. I'm like, well, funny story. I think Nazis had a small hand in it. No. But it was... 100% American. Because you I know he has a know. fan for, our, for World Nazism. War II. The uniforms and stuff II. of the officers are definitely call-outs to the Nazi yes, officer uniforms. it absolutely 100 is. 100% do. Yes, it You is. cannot look at the actual Nazi, the Hugo Boss <gasps> uniforms they used to wear, and then look at, look at the uniforms from the Empire and say that they're not similar. Okay, so you need to look back at some of the World War II uh, officer outfits for the Americans. Okay. And Adam. Then, and then we'll come back to that. Go ahead, look it up. We don't have to look it up now, but if you <laughs> we want have to. The power. I mean, sure. Well, are we talking the US? US? Yeah, yeah, yeah. World War II World officer. War II officer outfits. Let's take a look at this. Not wow. at all, Rob. Okay. Not the fucking all. So look at those. Uh, no. those what are the it's top like of a the, double-breasted guys, jacket. What's up with those uh, metal placements up in the top left? That's almost like where they put the Imperial Squares, right? Oh, yeah. What are you right. talking about? Look at this fuck. Not that one on the right, jackass. The one next to him. There you go. Look at that. All of the Imperial badge insignias look very yeah, similar to those. But the, the, so the, it's all about the neck collar. And the clean yeah. and the clean line down the middle. So this one has like the and tie. You, you know what? You want to know why it doesn't? That. You want to know why it doesn't? They didn't have the money. Look up, look up Nazi uniforms. They had to make things into one pieces because otherwise they couldn't do it. And the only reason why we have Ewoks is because they couldn't do Wookiees. They were too expensive. Now, see, they are famous for their tall neck things. Yeah. They had, they had a taller neckline, and that's what the Imperial have. So they had taller collars. Okay. That's their shtick. Okay. I, I'm with Alex on this. It, the Imperialism was definitely based on U.S stuff because George Lucas was anti-authority and that kind of fun mm, jazz. Yep. Mm. But their style was there is definitely a nugget of Nazism in there. It yeah. is not I'll just I'll just say generic fascism. Yeah, generic, generic World fascism. War II fascism. Okay. Yeah. Like regime fascism. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I you it's, you would 
Actually, you want to be you wouldn't want to be looking at World War II officer outfits anyway. You want to be looking at Vietnam outfits. So, v- v- so U.S. Vietnam officer uniform. Yeah. Okay. When Adam figures out how we to are, spell, we are so deep in the rabbit hole here. <laughs> we are so fucking deep right now. Same. It's the, the fucking same. same. There you go. Nothing's changed between World War II and Vietnam. Yeah, it's virtually the same. Changed. Yeah. What? Who is that? He's very decorated. This man. Anyway, moving along. So, anyway, God damn it, Rob. <laughs> I just, like, I, just I just, I just, I just like fucking with people anyway. Uh, clearly, uh, Adam, so Adam was talking. This guy right? with the face mask wants you to green screen stuff onto his face. Oh, that'd be oh, so good. It's amazing. a military. Uh, it doesn't matter. Vietnamese it's a, with a like a bright green you don't, face mask. You don't, it doesn't need to be green. You just need to be able to color key it out. Yeah, that's true. So. We Did can you do see that. there's actually like uh, ones that you can program now with like different like little 8-bit looking game things? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. I want one of those. I don't they're, know. They're kind of neat, but I mean, yeah. I mean, they're going away in a couple of months. So who cares? So, so Well, we'll see. <laughs> I guess I should start off with because I don't know if any, I don't think any of you have watched it or, but uh, I started binging the fuck out of Letter Kenny. I've seen a lot. Of, I've seen the first couple seasons. Watched the first episode. Yeah, I'm one, I'm into like the sixth season. Okay, yeah, I'm not. No, I never made it that far in. Does he stop holding his belt eventually? Sorry? Oh, does he stop? Um, no. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no. He's no. not holding his belt. He's got his fingers no. in his No, I, I, I know. Because he doesn't know. wear a belt. Yeah. Yeah, Leonard Kenny's uh, brilliantly yeah. funny. He doesn't wear a belt. Someone actually makes a comment to like, are, are you going to wear a belt? He's like, why would I do that? I just buy pants that fit me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's the kind of character that he is, though, right? Yeah. It's a sort of uber practical. Uber practical. Of, yeah, this, yeah, is what, yeah. this is what you do. You do it right, and you do it right the first time. You don't fuck so, this up. What, yeah. what a great show, though, man. It, it, from what I remember from the first season, it was uh, it was largely about... Oh, who's the What's the main guy's name? Wayne. Wayne, yeah. It's about, largely about just him getting into fights with people. and kind Oh, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, he like, broke up with his girlfriend, who kind of made him into a pacifist, and yeah. now he's got to retake his title of um, strongest man in letter. Kind yeah, of. yeah. So, like, somebody will walk into the bar, and he's like, I'm here to fight the strongest man. He'll stand right up. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's the strongest man here? Well, that would be me. <laughs> yeah, no, that'll be me, sir. <laughs> like, he's, and he's very, like, prim and proper when he does it, which is <laughs> he's funny, hilarious. Too. Yeah, he's like far. I, I love Wayne from it. Uh, oh, fucking funny show, man. So you were doing a podcast with your pals the other day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's how he talks. Yeah. I, I found my way. I found myself talking like him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll go to work and someone asked me something like, that's a Texas stand for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not my pig, not my farm. I'll be a hard yes or a hard no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, it's a hard no. But I've always, I always kind of did that because I'm Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I didn't. I didn't even know that was thing. I didn't even know dart was a thing until I saw that show. Cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and then uh, they were talking about darts all the time. I'm like, what the hell's a dart? Yeah, so. that's a dart. Actually, and uh, they're drinking. So they drink a uh, beer called Puppers. Oh, do they? Is an actual craft brewery beer from Sudbury where it's filmed. No shit. It's filmed in Sudbury? Yeah. Okay, yeah. For people who don't know, that's way up in... I don't know if you call it northern Ontario. It's more north than we are, certainly. And uh, it's up above even uh, Michigan. So yeah. it's way up there on the other side of Lake Huron. So, yeah. Or yeah. Lake Superior, even. Yes, yeah. yeah I yeah. don't know exactly which lake. I it's up above forget. a lake. It's up above it's a lake. One of the lakes. It's up there. But it's like... It'd be like an eight-hour drive from here straight north. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's where they film it. So, really cool. I don't know. I really like it. They do a, a really good job of... Yes, it's about Hicks and hockey, yeah. but they talk quickly, and they have really great dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Their dialogue's quick, choppy. Yeah. You're making, you're laughing at one joke, and you barely have time to catch up to the next joke. So their JPM is, is right on point. Their joke's per minute. Yes. So it's right on point. The JPM is right there. So Rob is cringing over there. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. no, I, I'm, agree- I'm agreeing. I haven't seen a lot of the show, but from what I saw from the first yeah, episode. Yeah, it's super, super good. It, yeah. it seemed good. I'll be honest. I'm not sure if it's my show. No, it may not but, be. But that being said, I can see the appeal. It it 
they so they in between season five, I think, and season six, they used to be Crave. So it used to be a YouTube series that was mm-hmm. just like a shorts, like someone was just making shorts yep. on YouTube. And then Crave bought them over. Yep. Did seasons one through five, and on the sixth season, they moved over to Hulu. Interesting. And you can immediately see the difference. Interesting. It's not as good. Wow. Yeah. So when it was art house, it was like much better, kind of. Yeah. Well, even even Crave though, that's uh, that's Bell Media. That's still yeah. a pretty big thing. Like, it's a, big a lot thing. of money they, in it. They yeah. got their money, but it Hulu, I think, tried to make. You can almost tell because their camera angles changed, and they now have like weirder, different camera. There's always a scene, and there's they have like their their kitchen, their dining room yeah. area, where three of the four or four of the main characters tend to just talk at the cold opens, right? And it's always sit sat in the same way it's cut in the same way yeah filmed from the same angle yeah it's just you know this it's the same as five seasons and then suddenly in the sixth they've changed it no and you're like, not something's not right here and it just it's feels weird and their dialogue isn't quite as snappy as it used to be mm. it something went wrong but they all have all the same writers actors like everything's the same but i suspect hulu kind of what's the main guy's name kelso something kelso jared Kel- Cleso or Kelso, oh, kelso or something yeah yeah so jared, jared i think they kelso. probably um, they probably like started to inject their own probably. authors into it. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that's a shame though, because so, that was a pretty funny show. But we'll see yeah. where it goes from here. Hopefully, yeah. it gets better after that. But pitter, pitter patter, get at her, make it better. Pitter patter. So, yeah. Uh, so I played a metric fuck ton of Smash Bros. Ultimate. Woo! Yeah, I got back into that again. Who cares? Lots of characters. Oh, it's a great lots fucking of, game. Lots of characters, man. <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, they they just so added many. Sephiroth. Yeah, I haven't even got shirtless Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Who? Ooh, don't even get me going. I'm touching my nips. You know the best part is the best part about Sephiroth, which I, it's a very rare scene for me to get. But when if someone wins as Sephiroth, you know when they do like the Link wins yeah. Yeah, yeah. at the end, it goes Sephiroth wins. Oh, like <laughs> Sephiroth, like the song. Yeah, like, yeah. Like did. Sephiroth, Sephiroth. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. It does sound like administration when somebody's getting a blowjob. <laughs> you do a really accurate impression of it, which is concerning. Dude, I've played the fuck ton of that game, dude. You know I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you've been looking at this? It's funny because I was actually going to mention this to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this is the next item? So this is my next one is I started playing two games. that I've been, I, So I got on this kick. Where I want another tactics game right look now. Look at Mercenaries on hmm. the Switch. Okay, I'll hmm. take a look at that. Yeah. There's demos, so you play those. Okay, so I've been hunting this ever-elusive creature yeah. that is Final Fantasy Tactics again. Yeah. And I've come across two games that I tried, and neither of them quite fit in all of them. I think this one does a better job. Yeah, none of them will. Yeah. Disgaea 5 I tried. Okay, that's a fun game, though. It's a decently fun game, but their combat is strange. Like, they it's, focus on throwing each other. Yeah, it's, what it's, the fuck? That people, <laughs> so here's the thing. People are like, oh, we want to do, like, the old tactics game, but we need to come up with a unique kind of thing that our game... No, you don't. No, no, you fucking don't. No, you just do a unique story. Yes. Do the same game, unique story... Everyone will thank you. Yeah, you could have you know more spells and tactics have like sure. more unique spells and more but, unique but, combat but actions. But do not sure. do not rely on some weird fucking gimmick. Yes, don't rely on a tower of ten players fucking gimmick. I completely agree. Yeah. And so that didn't quite tickle me. And then I found this game, which I feel I should mention and bring up, which is called Fell Seal Arbiter's Mark. 
Okay. Which is two people. It's a two-person indie developer that basically openly were like, listen, we're making this game because we love Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. So the art style is a bit cheeky and slow budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, slow budget. So this is, this is on <laughs> Steam as well, right? Yes. Steam and okay. Switch. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I've got it on the Switch. But their combat and their character and class development is on fucking point. That really? feeling of job of handling your jobs and switching your jobs and training up a job, taking skills really? from one job, adding them to another, adding them to the character to like well. to, you know, meld and make a new class. So like what's what's a job's path of a character who you've taken all the way through? I haven't taken anyone all the way through. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. No, no, but um there's like and they also have um I think like male and female versions. I, I know I could be wrong. They have like Valkyrie and Mer- no mercenary. No, I haven't got Valkyrie is uh this guy. Well, they did that also in uh in tactics, right? They yeah, they do male have some and female versions of each one. Random and they were slightly different. Yeah. Um I've only done like the first 3 missions so far cuz I've kind of been trying to track and find this elusive mm-hmm. beast. I think I'm going to go I think I'm settling on um Fell Seal Arbiters. Yeah. Um because it does seem like the best version of that. Um, there was another game series that came out a little, well, quite a while ago now. I think over, I think it's probably approaching 10 years, if not over 10 years. Um, did you ever play Sean Dark? Yes. I've beaten that one. I oh, have okay. it on that, uh, PSP. Very, very close. Cause I think a lot of the same people are on that project. Yeah. That's more that akin to like a tactics ogre. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like one, cause yeah, exactly. one side yes, fully goes ogre. and the other side fully goes. Correct. Yes. Yeah. The, the fire emblem kind of style. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fantastic one. I loved yeah, that one. That was a great game. I played that. I played the old Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together. Yep. Um, and obviously, I've played Fire Emblem. So yeah, I've played all the good, the good ones. I can't yeah. let them go. I love that game. Ever since Tactics, I just I it, love that style. It's hard to get mm-hmm. it. It's hard to. It is not hard to get right. That's the worst part. No, it's, it's not, not hard, hard to get right. To get. People it's just not. keep trying to add gimmicks or uh, fuck bullshit. it up in some way. Yeah, they add things that are just annoyances. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Is I've been hunting rare beasts. I like the I like the classes. So you have so this is the initial classes, the story classes. There's like there's one called Marked. What is Marked? Is that like a Marked is so the story plot, which is no no spoiler. It's a very simple story. Okay? Yeah, yeah. There are back in the day, there was this great evil and these I forget the number seven, five or seven. I forget the number how many of them. But there's these people that heroes that at the time that rose up to fight the evil and seal the evil away. Mm. And in doing so, they gained what they call immortality, but it's not really immortal. They still do die of mm. old age and they grow old mm. and they, you know, so it's just, they get longer life. Yeah, yeah. And what happens is every once in a while, when one of these immortals needs to, you know, hand off the mantle and we're talking, they last centuries. Yeah. Like multiple, multiple, many, many centuries. Um, the, one of the last ones, one of the last ones who was one of the original heroes is like, I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm going to go retire. Okay. And so what happens is each of the immortals mark, um, there's these arbiters that sort of act as like the police for the immortals. The immortals rule the world. Like they're, right. they manage law and order in the world. Arbiters are their police. Yeah. Okay. The, the, we need more bodies because there's too few of you. Because there's too few. Exactly. Okay. So you are an arbiter. Your main character starts off as an arbiter. Um, and you're That's one of cool. the only pure arbiters. There's, there's discussion very early on that the arbiters have grown corrupt. Mm. But you're like a pure, like, yeah, no, pure I do my fucking job okay. no matter yeah. what. Okay. And what happens is one of the immortals is like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to retire. So each of the immortals chooses an arbiter and marks that arbiter. And those arbiters have to make a journey. And somehow throughout this journey, I don't know exactly how it gets handled because I haven't gone far enough. One of the marked becomes the next immortal. Oh, okay. So you're on a, you are now a marked class, your character. Yeah. That's the class your main character gets. Okay. I think that's unique to the main character. Uh-huh. 
and then you have to continue on this journey. Yeah, it definitely looks like more of a... I don't know. It looks balanced, but more of an attack character, just based on the stats. I can't. I and then know. there's other ones uh, from the story, like Spymaster, Demon Knight, Anatomist, wh- whatever that is. Bounty Hunter, The Exiled sounds cool, whatever that is. And then uh, what's really crazy is some of these badges that you collect to unlock classes for yes. recruited characters. There's like Werewolf, Vampire, Lich, Vessel, Princess, Lord. Yep. Like, that's They've wild. got unlocked ones where you have to like you have to level up a certain amount into each class and combine certain classes, just like the old yeah, tactics yeah. Yeah. to unlock classes yeah, yeah. you didn't know it's a, it's a job system. Yeah. It's a job system. It That's super cool. Looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah, there's all uh, mercenary, scoundrel, plague doctor. Are, oh, they, yeah, are those... There might be some that he doesn't know about yet. Yeah, that is so cool. Oh, anyway. he's already mentioned some that I don't know about. So yeah. lots of really cool classes. Uh, and I love those games with all the classes. And I stuff. love so that I'm, shit. I'm check that out. That's cool. So That's it's really cool. Really cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I oh, haven't yeah. quite, you know, I've only just tipped my, do- my toe in it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm um, now oh, yeah. going to go dick, you know, dick, dick fuck it. You, you dip the tip in it. And and now, you, dip- now you're ready to go. Now you're ready to go balls deep. I'm ready Hell to go yeah. balls deep. Yeah. <laughs> So that, that'll be on our next plane and watching, I think. Sweet. So that's it for me, really. It's a lot of letter Kenny and uh, Ultimate. Nice. It's up to Rob now. Oh, I'm... Uh... All right, Rob, Rob's built up this whole thing. He's I built did. this whole event that we've all been waiting for, Rob. So if this isn't exciting, I think you're just going to disappoint everyone and we got to scrap the whole episode. I'm still half-masked. I don't want to go quarter-masked, okay? Yeah. Fantastic. Oh no 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 I mean we did kind of ask for it so no in all seriousness though um let's see so I watched the I've been watching the new uh season of the expanse which has been fucking amazing uh for I gotta get on this for those of you who are not in the know I'm gonna do as little spoilers as possible ultimately they found a way to populate new worlds farther away oh so the whole political dynamic is now turned on its side because the whole thing was that people of mars were trying to make mars more like earth but now why would you do that they have limited actual livable space right so they had to to try and make mars livable but why would you slave away at something that you're not going to see in your lifetime if you could just go to a new planet wow that's so there's like a cool way to invigorate the story like oh yeah and let's put it this way there's some shit that goes down really early on uh and it's great um watch it it's really good Uh, i don't want to get too much into it because yeah. There would be huge spoilers gotta, for stuff you haven't seen yet. I gotta get on the Expanse, yet. man. Like, I just, I don't know. At this point, I think it's probably probably a good time to do it because all we have is WandaVision coming up, and that'll just be one episode a week. Uh, so two, maybe. I think, of the first uh, oh, first week is two. Yeah. So maybe maybe this would be a good time to kind of get into it. I think so. Yeah. Um. What else did I watch? Watch the first episode of Thirty Coins. It was okay. What's this? Uh, it's this uh, foreign show based around the. 30 coins I think they were given to Judas after Christ was what killed. What kind of foreign? Oh. Uh, uh, God, I, Korean? No, 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 no. I think Spanish. Spanish? I, okay. I, I'm t- I apologize because I don't actually remember. But um, it's not... <laughs> loud stop, noises. Stop picking it up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, not, it's not an Asian thing. No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, but it's it, like a Mediterranean. Uh, whichever. It was, it was good. Um, I don't know if it's really my style, uh, but... I, I could see how it was enjoyable. It's like exorcisms and shit like that. Oh, so, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, what else did I... Wow, I've watched... So I watched all of The Flight Attendant. Awesome fucking show. Uh, apparently it is getting a second season, which I now that I've seen the to the end, I understand how they're going to do it. Uh, but it probably should have just been one season. We'll, we'll wait and see. Season two could be good. What, but what, what's that on? Yeah. 
Uh, so, um, plays the main female lead in uh, Big Bang Theory. Kaylee Cuoco. Thank Kaylee you. Kaylee Cuoco. So she plays the main character in this, uh, who's a flight attendant. You know the problem with her is she reminds me of my sister too much, so I can't watch her. Oh. Watch the show. She won't remember remind you of your sister too much. No? <laughs> uh, or at least you will very much try not for that to be the case. Uh, good show, though, actually. Like, genuinely good character show. Okay. Um, like, the character development in that first season of this show blows most shows out of the water. that she can actually act? Very much so. Okay, because I didn't think she could. She can act very erratically, too. Well, and she has a very good job She hasn't that. really had a great opportunity, maybe, for a lot of range. You know? well, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, what the fuck do you do in a sitcom, right? There's only so much. Especially Big Bang Theory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, does it show that she can act? Yes. Uh, is she the best actress ever? I don't know. That's We'll wait and see. But, I mean, I thought that it was good. We're going to go I think with yes. She portrayed the role very well. <laughs> okay. Um... Wow, yeah. To be honest, I've been doing so much shit. So, finished a Solaris game in which... Uh, let's see. This is how this Solaris How many game, hours was that? Probably about nine or nine or 12 hours. Wow. Uh, because we break it up into like three-hour chunks. Nine or 12 hours for a single full game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised by so, that. So, well, it depends too, right? Because like our game ended relatively early because the some of the threats weren't as threatening to the galaxy as they should have been because oh. I think the uh, the uh, late game crisis was too low on the difficulty scale. Oh, oh. weird. You can, you can adjust it. You can oh, adjust okay. it, yeah. Okay. And I think that it was adjusted down because we had newer players. Unfortunately for you, it'll be adjusted up. But Great. It's, it's more interesting when it's adjusted up, though, because then you get the experience. That's okay. If I die early, I'll just rejoin. Yeah, as a this new the, as an NPC, the, one of the AI races. Yeah, and be like, like, what the fuck? This makes no sense. How is the AI operating like this? Is like, well, it's because it was the AI, and now you actually have to balance things. Goodbye. <laughs> so if you want to like get a shit show going, yeah, hundred percent, take over an AI. <laughs> That's a, it's kind of sound like an interesting challenge. Like you it just is. generate a galaxy, have your race played by an AI, yes. and just fast forward for X amount of time, and just yeah. be like, okay, I'm taking over now. So do that, but put five of them that you want to play as in there because two of them will die early on. That's true. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, it's, it's very good. Um, fun. So really quick 10-second uh, rundown of this. Stellaris is a 4X game where you make a burgeoning space empire the first time they go to space. Uh, everybody has FDL drives. It's not a big deal. And the idea is you populate the galaxy, grow your empire, achieve your goals. Um, throughout the game, there are a variety of crises that can happen. Uh, there's a mid game that will always happen and there's a late game that will always happen. And there's small ones that happen in between there based on what people do in the game. Certain events can unlock certain crises, yada, yada, yada. So I started the game as a peaceful, peaceful corporation thinking I'm going to buff up whoever the fuck is near me and we're going to work together. So I was surrounded by AI at the beginning Ooh. of the game <laughs> who were, uh, Either religious zealots or um, authority, authoritarian militarists. Uh, they did not like me. <laughs> <laughs> so I really quickly had to adopt a um, what people, I think, refer to mostly as panic. Uh, <laughs> and I built up my borders way more efficiently than the U.S. ever did. Uh, and pretty much go went, okay, fuck, I'm screwed. And then I actually proceeded to build a pretty big empire. And I was like, wow, this is going really well. You know, I've got a bunch of these AI, and then there's this, like, marauding faction that's kind of cucked away in the corner of my fucking empire. I'm just going to leave them alone. They'll leave me alone. Everything will be great. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, early mid-game, those of you who played Stellaris will know this is a thing. For those of you who don't, 
Uh, turns out that that marauding empire uh, ended up getting uh, controlled by a Khanate. So I don't know if you know like the cons of our, our history, like world history. Yeah. But they unite all the marauding factions to go out and make a new empire. <laughs> and they were tucked away safely in my space territory with a military that I did not defend against. <laughs> Sorry, all I can think about is the con for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, same thing, pretty much. <laughs> Total con. So really, really quick, I uh, surrendered and became a vassal of the con. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that was my early game. And then eventually they fractured as the con died and, you know, became manageable and I was able to take my space back. And then, uh, and then the first event happened. And the first event was, hmm, uh, also in my territory. And then the third final event happened in the game and it was also in my territory so oh my all God. three events happened in my fucking space got butt fucked. pretty much is it because uh, you were like you, the you highest got, level you got I, I pooed yeah no I got fucked up but not as badly as my brother who was playing also got he got fucked up is it because, because you have could, like a high level you're like a high level player or no like, it's why? because I um I went bitch tactics aka I became the vassal of the con really fast my oh. brother couldn't because he was playing an exterminator race and they're machines that are at war with all organics and will not initiate diplomacy with them the con's organic so he couldn't not actually submit to the con so the con came rolling in with the like shit powerful fleets and fucked him up <laughs> <laughs> he was able to beat him back and he was the one who killed the con but like, but it that's really fascinating. The logic sort of dictated that event happening. Yes. you know what I mean. Like, that's really cool. Yeah, because so because if if the con hadn't done that, my brother would have been the late game event. Yeah, because yeah. I can tell you right now, he had everything going for him. Yeah, like it, to a degree, you have no idea unless. Wait, you... so the late game affects whoever is basically doing the best. No, it's random. Oh, so but things. Uh, here's the thing: it's random ish. Because the way that it works is that there's like a logic tree, right? Mm -hmm. Think of it like I'm explaining to you because I know you're a programmer. You get this. I think most people can probably follow. There's a variety of events. And if none of these events trigger by the end game, there is a event that will always trigger. Oh, And it is the Praetorian Scourge. They come from deep space. They're like the Zerg kind of thing. Yep. And they come in. They fuck things up with the Tyranid. Whatever you you prefer. Um, However... There are a couple of other things. And I'll talk about these because this, I think, is genuinely fun to talk about. Uh, so if you are a psionic race and you've taken the time to develop your species to become like psych- like psionic, so, you know, psychic, a psychic species, yeah. which you can actually raise all your people you to. be the Protoss. Sp- spir- spiritual enlightenment. Yeah, Protoss. <laughs> if you're trying to make the Protoss, it's a great way to go, you know. Um, so that's really great. You can actually get this uh, thing where you kind of dip into what's known as the void and you can pull out boons and stuff like that. Sometimes, you know, things will bite your hands and eventually you'll uh, develop something known Sometimes as... Sometimes you pull open the warp. Yeah. So eventually what happens is you will develop a technology called the psionic jump drive. And let me tell you right now, that is the coolest fucking drive in the game because it is like the jump drive, which is normally just a point A to point B jump, mm-hmm. right? Within a distance. But the psionic version is stronger, faster, and can go further. But every time you jump, there's a chance you're going to rip open a tear in, the, in reality and re- release what is known as the unbidden. An energy, yeah, so you'll a, open a portal to the warp. Yeah, an, an energy-based race that will just come in and fuck everyone day, oh, damn. Everyone's day out. Yeah, so some jumps do not do. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can be like unfortunate me who synthesized his race to bring everybody to the point of being able to be in synthetic bodies. 
mainly because I was neighbors with my brother who was going to kill any free organic. So I was like, hey, we're not organic. Let's ally because you can do that. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, okay, well, either I die from the exterminators or I join sides. So I'm like, I guess I'm researching technology today. <laughs> uh, so I did all of that, became robotic, and then I tripped something known as the contingency, which is pretty much this code beacon that's out in deep space. And when it realizes that there's enough cor- what's known as corrupted synthetics or too many organics, it will activate the contingency co- protocol. No, so now you summon the Reapers. Yes. <laughs> but the Reapers are your own people that have been reprogrammed to kill you really, really fast. Nice. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we didn't have a very strong contingency trip because, like I said, the difficulty was down. Mm. So we were able to manage them. But I was not able to manage them as they spawned on like half of my fucking world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, good times. A really fun game and a lot of crazy shit can happen. Uh but yeah, a lot of fun. It's a real plan for the worst hope for the best scenario in that game. It, it really is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, outside of that, been playing more Animal Crossing. Yeah, I got uh, back in Animal Crossing a bit. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I actually that was my New Year's, which might be sad to admit, but I just literally was sitting on Animal Crossing and that's I got exp- I got I got to experience that New Year's. So that was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's better than I think I. Oh no, I was still awake. Yeah, we went outside at midnight. We went outside at midnight and made enough. noise. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, like as the the, yeah, the yeah. family is often want to do. So because right. we were obviously not with them on New Year's. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was fun enough. But I was yeah. watching Cosmos on the New Year's. Cool, nice, good yeah. way to ring in the New Neil, Year. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, it's a good show. Um, hmm. Outside of that, I mean, I've been watching so much shit, playing so much shit. Played more Tarkov. Recently nice. escaped from Tarkov, which nice. is first-person hardcore shooter. Still very, very popular. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. yeah I see yeah. tons of them. They're always online, improving yeah. on it, too. Yeah. It's really good. Um, Star Citizen. Played more of that. Fuck. I played so many things, but just like bits and pieces of it. Got a bunch of new games on Steam, actually. I got one called This Is My Land, which is where you play as a Native American trying to fight off the pioneers. Uh, kind of a cross between Red Dead and Mountain Blade. Okay. Um, yeah interesting yeah probably offensive but fun <laughs> uh but uh i also have been playing yeehaw An- you redneck bastard <laughs> yeah i've been playing uh ancestors something something humankind sorry i don't remember the title of it but you play as a monkey and you try to evolve your monkeys until they become close to being human oh i guess is the aspect of the game and it starts off really cool wasn't there a shit game like that i think it was just called evolve no, Evolve is awesome. Fuck you. No, what was the game from the guy who made Sims, I think it was? Oh, Molyneux game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The fuck was it? I know what you're talking about, I think. Alex, the fuck was that game? The Peter Molyneux one where you had to evolve a species from like a germ oh, to... Wait, it was, oh, uh, Spore. Spore. Yeah, yeah, That's Spore. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love the first That was Maxis. Yeah. That, that was yeah. Uh, Will yeah, Wright. Uh, Will Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Different, yeah. different group. Will Wrong. Um, Will Wright. The, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, I mean, it's been like, there's a, a lot of games coming out. Ancestors was really cool because at the beginning of the game, uh, you're a little baby monkey and, uh, you're, you're whoever your parent is, is brutally murdered. Uh, and then you have to try and find your way back to the nest or a safe spot. Just so an older more time so monkeys. An, yeah. So an older monkey can come save you. Um, but I'm being a badass small monkey. I made it back to the nest myself. So fuck you guys. Uh, but the, the <laughs> beginning of the game, beginning of the game is actually really funny though. When you when you play as a small monkey, you actually are suffering PTSD. Fuck you! I knew how to throw my poop. Yeah, 
But at the beginning of the game, you're actually suffering from PTSD and you actually get a lot of like flashes of things in like the, the underbrush and stuff like that. Like it's things that are trying to eat you. Like you hear like animals and shit like that that aren't there. Uh, because the idea is that your baby monkey just saw a bigger monkey get sh- like the shit kicked in by a giant like eagle thing. Uh, Sweet. Um, yeah. So it was pretty awesome to watch. An eagle that kicked the shit out of a monkey? I don't know what it was. Some avian bird. But it came a in bird and, that kicked the fuck out of a monkey. Yeah, it was dur- it's probably a during, lot bigger during monkey times when fucking birds were big. Nah, Dude, but, I love that during monkey times. Yeah, <laughs> monkey times. I don't know in Africa. Uh, it's probably uh, Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong's a piece of shit. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But either way, it was. I, I hope one of the games. evolution moments plays out like 2001: A Space Odyssey, like the intro to that movie, where like the do, monkey, do, the monkey finds the, the maybe, bone or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> do, do. yeah. Uh yeah, <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> uh, and I already know that there's a bunch of things that I'm forgetting I want to talk about. Um, but I will bring them up next time. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of good games coming out on the horizon now, so we just got to kind of wait and see what those are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Maybe uh, next episode we'll get more into what's happening in 2021. Yeah, yeah. And we'll I'll look talk forward about to. Some we'll actually ones. get some dates written down so we can talk about that. Maybe talk do a little bit of a special about what we can look forward to in the course of this year. What we actually are looking forward to, and uh, yeah, because 2021, hopefully, you know, from an entertainment perspective, is is looking up a little bit more. We'll see some yeah. p- superhero films and hopefully. You know, shit like that this year. So and hopefully yeah. they're not hopefully. like Wonder Woman. I heard it was not good. <laughs> oh, the uh, new new one sucked. Ah, uh, well, thank you for being kind to it by calling it sucky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've heard it, it was is really rough. The worst garbage trash I have seen in a long. Which is so time. disappointing really? because yeah. uh, the first one was very good. Yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, really I've been I've been secretly hyping myself about some of the new DC DC shit coming out. Yep, yeah. I agree. Uh, I was excited for this, and which is probably what made it sting me even more. Yeah. No, it felt like it was. Too much, too quickly. I felt like a lot of Deus Ex bullshit. I'm just, I'm just gonna uh, hang my hat on the Robert Pattinson Batman film. I think, I think the trailer they released last year looked pretty good. Oh Looking yeah, forward to that. Uh, so. I'm actually more excited to see what happens post Snyder cut because I mean, when they're talking yeah. about the new Green Lantern core, it sounds really cool. They're gonna have Diggle from uh, Arrow playing as new, a new Green Lantern. Nice. Uh, okay. like the character, the character, character. Oh, oh, oh from damn. the Arrowverse. Yes, making it over. Eh? Oh damn. yeah. Uh, the, the last time we see him in the Arrowverse, he's picking up a ring. Whoa, whoa, hold on. The, but the, is he switching universes then? No. So what happens to our Flash, or the two Flashes? Well, it's then? the it's the multiverses coming soon. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. So he switches universes. Because he's from the universe yeah, with but the Flash as... Uh, yeah, right? and, that Flash, and Flash. that Flash is coming to the movies. So are they just basically scrapping the old universes? As... They're they're bringing the, the, the ideas, they're forwarding the Prime and the multiverse stuff and they're making it like all happen yeah nice. but what i'm saying is are they are they kind of just like oh yeah those movies those are in a universe we're not going to touch those universe let's go back to the good universe that people liked um it sounds like that might be what they're doing for a play in which if they do hats off to them because that's actually the one ace up their sleeve they have but they can only play once yeah so uh i hope that they do and they do it well that's really fascinating. Uh, Marvel's actually going to try to do it twice because they have announced Charlie Cox is going to appear in some future Marvel properties as Daredevil and uh, what's her face is coming back as Jessica Jones. But I don't think that that's Christian multiverse. Ritter. I don't think that's multiverse shot. No, shot that's just no, the old Daredevil. No, you're right. Isn't even you're right. Considered as a part of canon and is, is no, they're just going to appear with other characters in their own property. So, for instance, like they're saying, Christopher Ritter's Jessica Jones might actually appear in She-Hulk, the series coming to Disney. But as Plus. Jessica Jones, yeah. as Jessica Jones, yeah. yeah. No, and yeah. I think smart think move be- because here's the thing: they don't need those shows to be canon for people to already have an attachment to those characters and know what those characters are. 
the shows don't have to be canon. They can be kind of like a side jaunt. Hey, if you're interested in these characters, here's some info on them. Yeah. But what it does is it primes those characters to make an easy lubricated entrance into the rest of the content. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and so Jessica Jones is definitely it. Jessica Jones and Daredevil would be the two that I'd most want to see make that jump, and then Luke Cage maybe for a close. Time. I would. Oh, I think Luke Cage was phenomenal. Oh, I, he was good. Yeah, I preferred the first half of each Luke Cage season. Yes, but me too. I hated the second half of both <laughs> Luke Cage seasons. That's funny. <laughs> exactly the same way, yeah, which yeah. is really strange. I don't know, yeah, it's so weird. Like. But, uh, yeah. yeah. No, so there's some stuff coming. I'm excited to see you with the Fantastic Four, Marvel Universe. Everyone's like, oh, it's post Thanos. I'm like, yeah, no, now we can get the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That was just kind of and getting it out of the way. Get getting Thanos out Th- of the way. Thanos yeah. was great. I love the way that they portrayed it. I thought there was a phenomenal way to portray Thanos. But, uh, Thanos I want, isn't I want the biggest threat. No, he's not. not. Thanos, not even Thanos close. Thanos isn't even the best story. You would, no. you, you would think that he would be, given the, the gi- nah. gigantic he's nature nothing. of what he did. But no, he's not. He's His actually, power is limited to this universe. Well, it was yeah. interesting with the Thanos saga, too, because like ultimately that's what the whole first three phases were about, was getting through Thanos, right? And kind of yeah. getting to that point. But the technology also had to evolve throughout that entire series to get to the point where they could actually have a convincing Thanos. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. now now they could now they could do fucking anything, man. Like I'm, obviously we already know Kang the Conqueror is coming. We suspect Doom is coming with oh, Fantastic Four. Oh god, yeah. I want to see a good Doom so badly. That's are, so cock teased by no good Dooms. <laughs> who are they casting for Dude, Victor Von Doom? That's gonna be the biggest piece of casting news of this entire year. That's all I want to know. Yeah. Who are they casting as Victor Von Doom? Right, I gotta ask. Who would you think would be a decent Victor oh, Von Doom? Fuck. I would have loved to see Mads Mikkelsen, but they already used him. I don't think they he'd could... make a good Doom. No. I think he could have. No. I think no, he'd he someone couldn't. more no, controlled. Like, Mads Mikkelsen makes for a good, kind of insane character. Yeah, okay. Yeah, or or that, a very yeah. good, calm and reassuring character. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah. we saw him do in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did no. do a great job in Star Wars. He was the Death Star architect. Hmm. I honestly don't know. I would think it would have to be someone older. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Someone with not, a bit more gravity. Not necessarily. Ooh, that's that's. Hard. And I'm also trying to think of someone who's not already been swallowed up by Sam Rockwell Marvel. might not do a bad job. Sam Rockwell might not Sam do a bad Rockwell? job. Sam Rockwell? Yeah. Really? He might, Interesting. He might not do a bad job. <laughs> See, there's an First of all, he's already used up. Yeah, Marvel. he is already used up by Marvel. Yeah, that, that's the tricky part. You have to think Iron about Man Two. That's right. Yeah, you have to think about who's not already been swallowed up yeah, by the MCU. That's fuck, the toughest part. Fuck Iron Man Two, man. Um, hmm. I don't know. Let me get back to you on that. I'll have I'll have something for our next round of recording. Giancarlo Esposito it has to be Giancarlo Esposito. Oscar Isaac, <laughs> actually. No, um, he's Moon Knight. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's cast as Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is, that's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, uh, oh, who else would play a good Victor Von Well, yeah, you pulled up motherfucking Doom. <laughs> oh, no. Rest in peace. Um, um, oh, shit. What was his name? Played a, uh, play, um, no. who we got here? Christopher Waltz? Eh, eh. No. Uh, no, don't he, he might be a good Thrawn. No, I, I love Christoph Waltz. I do too. He could be a good Thrawn. Maybe, yeah, because he must Thrawn. But no, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. He I is, want, he is, on, he is 10th on the list. Ten, I want 10 out of 10 on this. I so want we're, we're looking at um, CBR.com's uh, 10 actors they want to see as Dr. Doom. Yeah. So Christoph Waltz is number no, 10. Who is the, who is the guy that plays the assassin in the, oh. in the, Ser, in the Serenity movie? John Hamm would be an John Hamm would be amazing. Yeah. He'd, be w- he'd be good. He would do very good. He, actually, I think he'd do a good Thrawn too. I feel no, like he'd be a good no, Thrawn. No, no, John Hamm would not do a good Thrawn. I feel like he would. 
Yeah, Ben, 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 ben Mendelsohn. Ben yep. Mendo. He could do it. He <laughs> yeah. could do it. Yeah, 100. Oh, they would uh, need to get him, director Krennic. For the those problem who don't is, know. is doc, yeah, they would need to get him a like. They need to get him a suit that beefs him up a bit more. I don't yeah, think. He, no, I don't think so. They've definitely been saving him because he has not appeared in any MCU films yet. Yeah, yeah he, so he's gonna come in. Doctor something. Doom has like a big figure, but that's because his armor and stuff. Yes. So you, they need to, you know, build out the armor. Well, they can yeah, stand yeah. in for him, right? That's true. They could pull a Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie um, no, 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 no. Yeah, I gotta agree with Adam on that one. Okay, I, I, that's, the that's don't get me wrong. No. I love Hugh Laurie. I think he'd be great in it. Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I want him to come in as his own character at some point in the MCU. I agree. I don't want him to be Doctor Doom. Yeah, I mean, have you do some other? Have you stuff. watched Legion? Yeah, yeah, I love oh, Legion. Awesome. I have not. Oh, you want him to come in as Legion because it's yes. Marvel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's a mutant. It is Marvel. Yes, exactly. Have they decanoni- they could do, did they, they decanonize do- it? I don't think so. No. Okay. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know think they though. ever really canonized it. Oh man, and I loved uh, uh, okay, uh, Audrey, uh, Audrey Plaza in in oh, Legion was awesome. She's fantastic. Oscar Isaac is a good option for Doctor Doom, but you're right, he's taken. Yeah, yeah. But I think he would have made a very good Doctor Though Doom. He would have made the best Doctor Doom, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he could have been really good there. Michael Fassbender, nope. No, he's too He's too reassuring. Rami Malek, Malek could yes, pull it off. I yeah. Could see, yeah, I could see Rami Malek doing it. Yeah, Rami Malek would be a good option. I, I don't think he's the best option, but I think he's a good option. Yes. Yeah, he's a good option. I agree. And I and I would be pleasantly wrong. No, not Cillian, Cillian Murphy. Murphy. Cillian Murphy. No. He played Scarecrow Blinders. in Batman Begins. Yes. Oh. Yes. No, actually, you know what? You Cillian, so? Murphy, Cillian Murphy could do a good job. Yeah, he oh, could probably do a I don't job. know if I agree. Play Scarecrow. Yes. No, I think he has everything that you need for yeah, Doctor Doom. If you've ever seen like Peaky Blinders, he is a pretty threatening yeah. character. Yeah, is, 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 is he kind of like because Doctor Doom is big. He's a big character. He is kind of like throw, like kind of like Thanos is. He's he's um not a he's kind of a showman to a small degree. Well, right? he's, he's got a huge presence. So, so here's yeah. the thing: Cillian Murphy, when he has certain conversations with Peaky Blinders, you're like. Holy fuck! Yeah, he's he gonna it. murder he somebody. It. Yeah. yeah, like it's yeah. good. I've only ever seen like the first two episodes. You, you need to watch more of that show. I, I keep telling myself I know, I, I, need know, to. I know. I, it's one of those things where I know I should watch. I, yeah, and I, I and I want to. And it, I just don't. You will be happy when you do watch it. Good, good. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, if you guys think so, I don't personally agree, but Foster um, Waldo, I don't think he's good enough actor. <laughs> okay, so I I apologize that I do not remember this actor's name. Can you please uh, look up Jamie Lannister. Um, uh, yeah, he could do a good job. No, no, look up. No, no, no! I'm not talking. I'm not saying him. Oh, uh, no! I'm, I'm, and I don't think he'd be a bad Doctor Doom by he any means. He would be terrible, but I don't think he'd be that good. There are plenty <sighs> of other options. I think that there. he could be good, but I don't think he's the right one. Um, look up Serenity IMDb. Uh, there's an actor in it that I think would do a phenomenal Doctor Doom, and I can't remember his fucking name. That is not the right movie. No. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's oh, yeah, it. There, it is, yeah, it is, that yeah, guy right there on the front. Go down. Oh, uh, but he's. Hold on. Wait for it. Where is he? Uh, he plays the assassin. Uh, yes, he does. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, he's yes. already in the MCU. Fucking right. He yes, is. he's <laughs> in uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. He plays uh, the bad yes. guy, or kind of no. bad guy. Uh, he plays the guy who's going to be his bad guy. He's going to be a bad guy. Yes. Yes, correct. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. The guy. yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting yeah. that he's and he did a good job as that. He did. Yeah, you're right. he would have actually be a really good choice for that. Yeah, yeah. if yeah. he wasn't already taken. Exactly. Yeah, he's a great actor. I yeah, like him a lot. 12, Twelve Years a Slave is what he won all the awards for too. Yeah, that was a yeah. Amazing he's compassionate, movie. so you can get on his good side when he when he's still Victor Von Doom before he's Doom, uh, and then and then afterward he brings the intensity. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. He good good call on that one, but I don't think it's gonna happen. No. Um, but yeah, they had some good options on here. Yeah. 
Who's the who Nic- plays, who plays it, Faramir in uh, Lord of the Rings? <gasps> oh, he'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be, he'd be really? Good. Yeah, the guy who plays Faramir in Lord of the Rings. Oh, fuck, how do you spell his name? F A R A M I R. Just type Faramir in Lord of the Rings. Yep. No, no E. There you go. David, David Wenham. Wenham. I think yep. he'd do a great Doom. I agree. Oh you no, so? he was. <laughs> Yeah, he who was are, already in the MCU. Yes, he, he was in Daredevil. Yeah, he was the. But that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can get away yeah, with yeah. that. Oh, okay. by the way, they're bringing back uh, what's his name as uh, from the Hulk movie with um, fuck Carl Tim Urban. Roth. They're bringing back Tim Roth. Yes, yes, yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. What, what about Carl Urban? And no, no, really, no, no. He doesn't have he's the got present. A lot of presence. He's too Not much of a jokey kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Different yeah, presentation. Yeah, he's very tongue in cheek. So um. They could totally bring him back because think about it. Technically, they're going to bring back what's his face for Deadpool, probably. Cable. Charlie Cox. No, for Deadpool. Uh, the guy who plays Cable. The guy who plays Thanos. Yeah, uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah. In theory, I could see them bringing him back as Cable as they're well. Good. I mean, I think he, he would do a good Especially since though. he didn't have his face on screen. I David Wenham. David one. Wenham. And I think that they're actually a little bit more lax with that. Sean Bean. Get Sean Bean. <laughs> Yeah, but then we know he's gonna die. <laughs> is Sean Bean? Yeah, is Sean Bean in, in, been in the MCU at all yet? I don't think he has. Yeah, no, no, no I don't think he has. Uh, that'd be cool. I think it it could be interesting. I I would be interested to see what they do with it. I wonder if they're going to try and pull a a switch on people for this, make a uh, Victoria Von Doom. That could be interesting. Ooh. As long as you have, the, as long as they do it right, that's all as I long say. as you have a character that is like above, like a big character, kind of a showman, kind of a always steals the scene. Yeah, um, intelligent has to be super intelligent. Has to come not, off as intelligent. Has to as come well. off as intelligence yeah. and has to do things for a passionate reason. Yeah, because that's really the reason Doctor Doom got into it was because he wanted to protect his kind of caravany type weird. Yeah, uh, what, what do they call yeah. them? Freak show, freak show type people. <laughs> not yeah. freak show, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the people who travel around, they get, they, they're not carnies. But. They're not car- No, no, not carnies. In <laughs> Europe, they had people who travel around. Didn't really oh, anywhere. gypsies. Gypsies. He, so he had kind of like a, he took care of like a, a like a gypsy kind of village type thing. Okay. Well, gotcha. he ends, it ends up becoming an old island, right? Yeah, Actually, it ends up becoming yeah. a whole, like an entire nation of itself. Yeah. Of itself. But uh, I mean, that's probably a good place to call it, I think. But uh, Sweet. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. And uh, so this will be episode 116 or 117 of Ronan Geek Official Podcast. And uh, and I guess we'll reconvene in a couple weeks for more recordings. But in the meantime, enjoy these episodes. <gasps> I know who would play really well. Oh, here we are. Uh, look up uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 1. Oh, you're thinking of. Yeah, uh, I know you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. They want him for uh, Thrawn. Oh, the guy who plays the captain? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? What's his name? I'll splice this in. No, you don't have to. It's good at the end. Jason Isaacs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Jason Isaacs. Ooh, he, let's, let's yeah. just get him. Let's oh. get him for yeah, Doom and good. Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> he gets both. Let's doom Doom Thrawn him. <laughs> cool. To one-two punch. You get If you get him for one, you got to use him for the other. It's <laughs> part of the deal. Punch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Be, he's, he's a freaking brilliant actor. Yeah, he'd be too, good. So that'd be good. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Talk to you later. Thanks, Mark.